Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Origins Podcast. This week we have got another guest on the podcast there. We announced at the end of the last one, we have got Christian Chapman. Um, for those who don't know who he is, Christian, introduce yourself. Um, hello, I'm Christian Chapman, as Tim just said. <laughs> um, obviously, you, you sprout this about on Instagram mainly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so coached by Christian on Instagram. Um, yeah. What 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 do you kind of do? Because you haven't competed yet. No. Nah. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't competed yet, mainly because when I see people competing after lifting weights for a year, it fucking angers me. Um, and they're always like, "Oh well, I wasn't big enough, or I wasn't in, I wasn't in condition." Okay. Well then. Maybe if you'd done it for three years or four years, you might actually be competitive. And I, I ain't, bro, I ain't bothered about getting on the stage in pants and having someone judge me against other men. It doesn't really, I, I don't, I'm not bothered by it. Yeah. I, I can know I can get peeled from evident from the last fucking diet. And I just love doing it. But maybe next year, yeah, but. It completely depends if I'm actually competitive or not. Yeah. I don't going up there just like you know when people say, "Oh, it's the experience." Yeah, it's definitely not the experience. It's, it's not the taking no. part that counts. You go on to win at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> yeah. not the same Mate, taking part. Yeah, I know. So, no, that that's completely fair enough. I, I understand that. Um, and as you touched upon, you've just you've just done a, a big big dieting phase. You've just done a pretty much a prep. Yeah. For a photo shoot. Yeah, we treated it pretty much as a prep by the end of it, like with the whole peaking and even getting the fucking tan. It ended up, I'm a pasty geezer, mate, and on camera, I'd be like reflecting the light, I reckon. Um, so, yeah, we, we did literally everything towards the end of it. And probably about six weeks before it, Joe was like, yeah, you, you, won't, you won't be show lean. Like, there's no need to do that. I was like, bro, what? He was like, no, I don't, I don't think it will all come off. And I was like, I think it all came off. I reckon if I'd had another two weeks, because, you know, you know, Tom Haynes? Yeah, yeah. He, he'd messaged me on the group and said, if there was a show within two weeks, would you have carried on? And I was like, yeah, probably. I probably would have jumped in for it. Yeah. And I reckon I would have been like no skin. No, absolutely. I mean, you you say you say you wanted probably two more weeks to step on stage. You were still ninety percent leaner than ninety. Oh yeah, I, there. yeah. I, I could have stepped on stage, but I think if I was gonna, I'd want to be like skinless to that guy, like Callum Rayshrick, skinless. As in, like, what is that? Yeah, pretty, like pretty bone rot. But you yeah. were you were ridiculously lean anyway for the photo shoot. Yeah, I don't see the point in not going all the way. Like, no. you know, you see some of the people on stage and you think, man, like, and this is no disrespect to anyone, okay? It's just called being honest. Like, you're fat as fuck still. Like, you've got another six to eight weeks to go there. Yeah. And they've absolutely plummeted themselves already. They're doing cardio every day, like, no carbs, all this sort of stuff. Well, you haven't given yourself enough time. No. I know, I know. I mean, when I competed, there was a lot of out-of-shape people on the stage as well. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I personally wouldn't have on stage. 
I yeah, I'll be too embarrassed, man. No, I would do. Just, just cancel it and then keep going until you are. And just oh. pick a later show. Just keep dieting. Yeah. Me. I know. You, you look a bit of a prick, I think. <laughs> I know. That's one of the reasons. You what, Rob? That's one of the reasons why I'm kind of holding off on competing. I'm so like, immature in my training age. I I could easily do with like two or three years of pushing my weight up. Obviously, it's not conditioned for me. It's probably actually having some amount of muscle um but i don't want to be embarrassed when i get on the stage that's the main thing and, and i think it's like before you go into such a harsh dieting phase doing a re- doing a practice one you know you can get peeled but because yeah. you haven't actually got that peeled as well rob you don't know how much true muscle you have you could just probably sink. zero <laughs> But like now, Christian, like you've got that peeled. You know, in two, three years, if you add more size to your frame and get that lean again, then you yeah. can blow people out of the water because your quads look ridiculous by the end of it. Yeah, I, that's what I was. I was really shocked about because I've, mate, I've dieted before. I used to be a fucking cereal dieter. Like yeah. I'd push and then be like, oh, let's do a mini cut and tidy up, and then the mini cut would always go too far because I get addicted to it. Yeah. Like I've majorly addictive personality um you know you know it's like it's all this gym equipment i'm buying gym equipment every day i buy it i want to buy more the next day yeah like a, a proper get like into it something, yeah you yeah into whatever you do yeah and i think that's the reason why i, I know i know it sounds bad but i find it easy to get lean yeah because i don't moan if, if Joe said, you're on zero carbs now for fucking eight weeks, I'd be like, yeah, man, cool, let's get it. Because I know what the end result's going to be. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had to do that. But, yeah, the quads thing, when I dieted before, bro, I, I would never get my legs out. I'd be, like, ashamed. And I used to absolutely bury myself on every single leg session. And then when I started working with Joe, he just stripped volume right back. Doesn't say that's why they didn't grow, probably. <laughs> yeah, and, and they literally, they started growing within a week. And I was like, what? And it was like, I'd never grown so much from doing so little. Yeah. Eating so much. It, it was mad. And then, because towards the end of a push-up phase, you're looking at your physique and you think, I don't even know if my legs are big. Are they just absolutely fat? Fat, Yeah. <laughs> And then when it's the the fat started coming off, the fat started coming off. Do you know what like really made me like buzzing? <laughs> like, you know when you put up a picture and people say, "Oh, quads, bro," or something. I'm like, I would never have thought anyone would ever say. No, like, no, no. I'm in the same boat oh, as being being six three and just I, my natural body shape. I'm a beanpole. I'm the biggest ectomorph going. Uh, mm. And like, at school, I was I was tucking the piss out of my legs people would say how do they hold up your body just pure chicken legs from ankle all the way up to the top and um when people comment on my legs now and i've done in the past like i never thought that day would come that someone would say yeah. quadzilla or you've got decent quads yeah they've li- so I, I, think, I think they've like overtook like my upper half apart from my back yeah your that- rear shots are a joke That's yeah insane. yeah i just wish <laughs> like what's really annoying is the, so when did I stop dieting like three weeks ago and I've been actually like training with some intent for the last three weeks because you can't last two weeks anyway but so like the last three weeks I've been going at it and like I can see 
my back has grown in three weeks. Okay. Still don't have a chest or anything that resembles a chest. I mean, fuck me, man. I just wish it would respond to like how my back is. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it is. Your back is crazily developed compared to the front. And yeah, it's quads, weird. Your quads. Uh, am I, do you think your hammies are weaker than your quads? Yes. Yeah. So like you have a ridiculously good upper uh, rear shot, and then you've got a ridiculously good lower front shot. If you could it's just weird, man. Worthy, yeah, I know. But I mean, you've got what years now to add tissue before mm, you can yeah. again or, or compete. And what's annoying though is my hamstrings, like in terms of strength, are strong. Yeah. Whether it's connection, I don't know. Um, because well, what I used to find is that like on heavy like a, a compound, quote unquote, hamstring movement. I'd get my back would get involved. It's the same as me. I yeah. Shit hams, and I've got a tiny ass and no glutes at all because yeah, my, all glutes my pulling wife. movements is erector. It's I can't engage my hammies and glutes for the life of me. I can thrust through as much as I want, but it's yeah. all erector for me. But what what I found, you know, since like the garage gym setup, what? My ass is killing. Yeah, I bet it is. Bet which it is, is good because that means it's got to be growing. And yeah. At least I know there's some muscle on my, my, my glutes, else they wouldn't get lean. Yeah, yeah, true. But they're just not big. I've got a little bum, and I don't like it. The one thing I wish I did more in prep was, because I did physique, I wish I took more shots of my legs and, like, rear shots and trunks, which obviously I'm not going to do physique in the future, but I just, I always had more shots on. So now when I look back, I'm like, oh, how peeled were my glutes? I know they were. I used to look in the mirror, but I don't I don't have anything saved in it, and it really irritates me. I think I think anyone that diets, just capitalise on photos. Just have, yeah. have a bank of photos that you can upload all year round. I have not deleted one check-in in 55 weeks. Really? I've got every single picture from the last 55 weeks of, of like of actual check-in photos. And then towards the end of the diet, bro, I was just taking pictures in every single fucking lighting you can think of. I'm uploading multiple photos a day. Yeah, standard. <laughs> when you look back on it, you think, sick, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, you can literally watch yourself transform. Yeah, over time, that's sick. Mm. It was good. In, how long was your diet then? How what? Sorry. How long was your diet? Well, this is the thing. It probably wouldn't have been this long if we knew what the goal was at the start. Right. It was about twenty-eight, twenty-nine weeks. Jesus, I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, but it's that sounds like a long time. But for the first 10 weeks, I was still having off-plan meal every week, which yeah. I was dieting for a show or shit. That wouldn't be happening. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't have this in my – we were literally just tidying up for the first 10 weeks. And then I thought, you know what, let's just turn this into a fucking diet. Then I booked the photo shoots, and I was like, right, let's just get on it. So I reckon 20, uh, 16 to 20 weeks of actually – Proper dieting. Yeah. The first, yeah, the first eight weeks was just coming down. We did it really. I would happily do that long again. Yeah, really. What, even as a full diet, or you mean, did you enjoy having some flexibility at the start into the prep? No, no, as in that length. Yeah. Because my food wasn't really like ever that low. No. And I, 
What was the lowest it got down to and what was the highest expenditure? Well, okay, yeah. Okay. I say not low. Okay. Rest days were. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't I don't feel like they were. I don't know. It, it was re- It was weird. And, bro, I didn't do cardio. Yeah. Cardio didn't change from off-season to, to the... Uh, not once. What was it? Just rest day? Two sessions a week, half an hour. And, bro, most of the time, I could barely fucking push the pedals. I know. I was exerting fuck all. But also, <laughs> for the last bit, like I like doing my cardio on the Stairmaster. Right. And obviously, when Corona happened, I ain't got a Stairmaster in the house, unfortunately. No. So I was on a like a pedal bike setup in my house, which, mate, you can't get your heart rate up. No, no, no. I, I, I did the same. Yeah. Well, you can, but, bro, my legs just wouldn't push the pedals fast enough. I know. So at the end, cardio was probably less than it was at the start. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, what was what you use a, a weighted vest, didn't you, for steps a day? Yes. So I was wearing a weighted vest. I think for like the last probably eight weeks until two weeks away from the shoot, you took it away. God. And then reduced it. Oh, it was really, it was really novel. I was like, oh yeah, this is great. And then I wanted to kill myself with it. Oh, like, really? I would rather like hang myself than wear it. <laughs> hang myself with the vest than actually wear it. Um, so, so that and, was purely instead of increasing expenditure through more steps, you would just add weight as as body weight. As you lost body weight, you just add weight through the vest. Yeah, as body weight came down, body weight went onto the vest. So technically, I was always two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. The more, the more weight you need to move through the air, the more calories you burn. Simple. Yeah. And the steps were quite high. Joe was reluctant to add cardio, but it was because of work and stuff. So like 15k steps probably average 13 to 15k okay, which yeah. you know when people are like oh that's so many i find it hard not to do over well, 10 oh well, you we had this sort of conversation because yeah. i'm a lazy I'm bastard i bumped bump mine up to six from being at home and i have to actively go out and do six hours of steps because i live in a little village i work i do my work at home i do my uni work at home my gym's obviously my garage now i'm not at work the, 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 that unit there's, there's no way I'll get steps in apart from going on walks. So like six thousand is a lot to me because I would probably get sub sub one thousand. But on yeah. prep, it only ever went up to I think fifteen thousand. But you say that's yeah. quite high, but you see people doing twenty twenty two thousand steps on prep. Yeah, yeah. I, and I always said to Joe, you know, if you want me to do more, I can do more. <laughs> and I was that was in terms of everything. I was like, you want me to eat? It was. It was weird because I wasn't expecting it to be how it was. And I would always say to him, like, look, you know, if you need me to increase my cardio, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no well, Christian, that, that's the biggest mistake I made. I prepped myself. And obviously, yeah. if you'd have prepped yourself, you'd have done more every single week. As you asked Joe, like, should I do more cardio? Do I need more this? Like, when you prep yourself, I increased steps. I increased cardio. I dropped food. Like, like, I did a George Osborne to myself where I thought more is better. And like it's really not, and I and I came with this flat, depleted look that was just overworked, overdieted. I, I guarantee, if I'd prep myself, I wouldn't have kept on any of that muscle that I gained. Exactly, yeah. And I lost a lot, especially like through my legs, and that was mm. through recovery management as well. But it's just that mentality of, as you said, like 
you want to take it all the way there. Once you get in prep mode, then you just there's nothing yeah. to hold you back. You're and towards, towards like, you know when after the diet's finished and you've put food back in and you you're so full of energy and all this sort of stuff, like even like walking up the stairs, I'm running up them. Yeah, it's like you that, and it? it switches. How bad you felt at the time? Because I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm I'm great. And then I look back and think, fuck me, I was not fine. Yeah, like I used to go and walk, so I still do around the village. And at the time, I thought, I'm just walking normally, but you're dragging your feet. It's not until you then walk after and you walk at a normal, fast pace that you think, fucking hell, this used to take me an hour and a half. Now it's taking yeah. an hour. Yeah. Like, you, you know, well, and then cause you asked about like food. I'm going to get it up on here. I've got my phone for them. So I can look I at think my you, you have a fantastic trick of making a crazy amount of volume out of nothing, though, which would have helped so much. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say crazy amount. But yeah, yeah, too fair. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's two, okay. Two kilo uh, cream of rice bowls, definitely. Standard. Yeah, you've got people that literally like chicken and a bit of asparagus on a prep, and like that will be their meal. Yeah, why and would you do that though? I don't get it. I know it's crazy. I'll use your fucking brain. Um, <laughs> this was my training day diet. Was two seconds. By the end of it, okay, this is with Trace added, so my whole day, but it's without veg, okay, without and I eat veg. Okay, yeah. without veg and without sauce, okay, 313 protein, yeah. okay, 48 fat, 390 carb. And that was, that, well, that's, that's fantastic for the end of it. That's the day. lowest training day went, so it was 50, intra, because I train fasted, um, was just 50 gram of cyclic dextrin, 15 gram of VAAs. I'm not going to go into all this because fucking hell, it'd take us ages. But like cream of rice post workout, you can make cream of rice massive. But you know when people are, oh my god, how would you get so much volume? Well, I still am using 125 gram of cream of rice and 80 gram of whey. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's going to be big. I know. They're the best question. If you have snacker jacks, mate, and normal rice cakes and stuff, you're you're eating for a long time. Yeah. Just fill you up. Um, I lived off oat bowls and cream of rice bowls on prep. They, yeah, they standard. But then, like, so with, with veg and stuff, it's like three and a half thousand calories. Because I was half a kilo of veg in a meal. Uh, yeah. That, because but, but, I but can digest that. Consistent too. I guess that's yeah. why you didn't track it. So. I, was, I was weighing it out, yes. Yeah. But it's it never changed the whole diet though. I'd always done that. So I wouldn't need to weigh it yeah. because of how much I have. But yeah, yeah. towards it's like you want to be consistent. And then rest day, so I said rest days were low. So without veg, and bear in mind there was veg in every meal. Yeah. There had to be, because I was on protein veg, was three hundred and eight gram well, three hundred and ten gram of protein. Yeah. Okay. 12 gram of fat. Right. 19 gram of carbs. Jesus Christ. So, but that was literally protein, veg, every meal. Yeah. Apart from last meal, I had 15 gram of carbs from fruit. And did the fat come from the meat or did, did you add a little bit of almond butter? No, that, no that fat was literally coming from yeah. Yeah. chicken. 
Because first meal was 500 gram of egg whites with veg. Second meal was chicken and prawns with veg. Third meal was chicken and prawns with veg. Fourth meal was chicken with veg. (laughs) And then last meal was like 75 gram of protein from whey and 15 gram of carbs from fruit. That was it. Did you ever actually like struggle with that or did you find it easy? Well, as in terms of hunger? Yeah. I don't think when protein is at 60 gram a meal, you yeah. be hungry. Yeah. Well, not ever be hungry. I was hungry, of course, but you'd be surprised how satiated that, make, that amount of protein makes you. Because I didn't start on that at the start of the diet. My protein through off-season was 40 gram per meal. And in peak week, it was getting up to like 70 a meal. And it, it does like that's like 1450 calories that without veg. But bear in mind the amount of veg I was using, it's going to be nearly 2000 calories. Yeah. Which that's definitely manageable. Yeah, it, it is. And you know what? The best, the best thing about the diet was, and I said this to Joe, he was like, you don't mind suffering if you've got something to look forward to. Okay. Cause every, after every rest day I'm training. Yeah, that was like more. I've got a fuckload of food the next day. And you know when people are, oh, you're going to be weak after rest day? Yeah, if you're a little bitch. It's simple. I'm sorry. I don't think it makes a difference. I don't. I mean, are you, you're not typically someone, I know Joe isn't, that has uh, a lot of carb pre workout, do you anyway? You train fasting most of the time, don't you? Uh, Yeah. But yeah, me and Joe are a little bit different in that. He likes training. Pro, after a pro fat meal i don't okay. okay but at the same time i, I train <laughs> fasted but when i used to train like in the pm yeah i have like a big my, i think uh, obviously like 160 gram of carb meal yeah that's like mine no i, 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 I progressed throughout the whole of prep pretty much it was only push that really would stall just because i feel like body yeah. weight really does matter with a pushing compound movement 100 percent. everything else i Everything else I progressed through, I, I, I don't really see why you wouldn't. And like, if you yeah. can scale volume down and manage recovery, then it's absolutely fine throughout even the tail end of the prep. Although you feel yeah. like crap and you've got no energy at all training, um, you, I don't see why everyone gets so weak on a prep. I think you're doing something wrong, even with food that low. But I mean, you yeah. have to have rest day food really, really low to account for a higher training day food, wouldn't you? It just makes, makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, so I, train, I still train fasted. Um, I, I like it for many reasons. Well, I say I say fasted. I drink my intra on the way. I start drinking my intra on the way, and it's well, my intra now is seventy five carb. I don't really like going higher than that. My stomach gets a bit funny. Was it? I had hundred peak off season, but I could. I was fine. I went up to that, and then I had to message Joe. I was like, man, I'm feeling like ill when I train. And I was, but maybe because I use Carbomax, right, okay. that, that has got other stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, that has like, you've got like oh, yeah, glycerol in and sicily mal, haven't you? Yeah, and we, I think it's the glycerol, to be honest. Um, but I find it manageable at 75 gram, so that's fine. But I was having 50 gram um, before, tra- well, 
whilst training and before I trained through the diet. And I, I was getting stronger every week still. I don't think, and you know, when people are like, yeah, you've got to have a, a big carb meal pre-bed. I don't. <laughs> because I'll have a, sh- most likely have a shit sleep, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and like, it, it doesn't make, I don't think, I think the amount of food you had the day before does make a difference, but I don't think it matters where you place it. Not the pre, not like, not to a crazy extent, like a pre-bed meal is going to affect training performance the next morning that much. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to affect you that much. Um, but what we wanted to touch upon, Rob, you wanted to mention uh, cheat meals, off-plan meals, because you were still having them at the start of your diet, weren't you? Yeah. Um, like. Yeah, just kind of like your. Go on, Tim. No, you go. You go ahead. Ask away. Yeah, just like your point of view on it, because a lot of people don't really get like having an off-plan meal and just not caring about it. Like yeah, that you always say on your story, like, how do you track that bro kind of thing? Yeah, and it's, yeah. You get like, you the questions. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to talk about it too fair because, like, obviously, I think if you're dieting, let's let's rule out the people who are competing. Yeah, prep. Yeah. No, you you have one when your coach tells you to have one. Yeah. Yeah. For that, and he he should be saying. This is what you prescribed. Yeah. It shouldn't be go and have an off-plan meal because that off-plan meal could be fucking anything. Yeah. If someone's prepping, yeah, you haven't got time and place for that, unfortunately. I don't think. Um, so if you're dieting, because well, let's should we cover like if you're dieting and if you're pushing up? Yeah. 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 yeah if you're dieting, okay, and it's not for nothing serious. I believe you can diet and get in really good shape and still have an off-plan meal every week. Yeah. 100%. All I will say is the leaner you get, the harder you cheat normally. So (laughs) I would say if you're actually trying to get in really good nick, trying towards the end, keep it to a standard off-plan meal that is consistent. Um, And, yeah, the whole – when people say, how do you track that and stuff – I wouldn't even want to fucking hazard a guess because, you know, like if someone's like, oh, I'll type in poppadoms on thing on my fitness pal, and so firstly, it's going to be so far off that it doesn't even matter what you find, yeah. okay. And the stress of you trying to find out what these calories are outweigh the whole point of having the fucking meal yeah. to stress and actually have a bit of social time with people. And nine times out of ten, especially with people I work with, they have an off-plan meal. They either don't put weight on or they lose weight because I've told them how to do it. As in, like, just chill the fuck out. Eat, <laughs> eat, eat like an adult, not like a child that's seen food for the first time in years. Okay? It's just food. Yeah. Chew it properly. Don't fucking inhale it. Yeah? And just enjoy who you're with and the actual food because at the end of the day, bodybuilding and stuff like that and dieting is monotonous. You do the same thing every day. So when you have something that's not normal, you should enjoy it. Shouldn't be about thinking, Oh, I'm going to wake up at this way. And you can't put fat on overnight unless you've fucking done something fucking horrendous. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
as long as you don't binge and like make yourself sick from the amount of calories you're eating. Yeah. I, I dropped weight this morning. I was a pound down after my curry last night. And my just go exactly. So there's no issue. <laughs> I mean, with it at I mean all. in an off season, I have uh, towards the start one and then two off pan meals a week towards the end. And it's yeah. true, especially in this in this um, bodybuilding game, it's such a um, what's the word like anti-social sport as well, especially in prep, like. Throughout the whole of prep with me and my girlfriend, the amount of times that I couldn't go out, the amount of times that I couldn't do anything with her, because so many things in, in human life are food orientated. Like, just yeah. enjoy your off plan meal in an off season. Enjoy, just focus on spending the quality time with the people you're with as well. Just don't stress yeah. about it. And I, I yeah. think for gen pop people, especially like a lot of clients, even in the dieting phase, it can cause more adherence in the long run. It can keep yeah. stress levels down and confidence up, enjoyment up. And like it makes people think that they're not actually fully dieting the way that, that they yeah. actually are. I've just got to get you've got to get through these five days, and then I've, oh, I've got a treat, man. At the end of it, buzzing. Uh, and like touching back on on the dieting phase of it as well, I see a lot of coaches do it. And if if that works for them and their clients, I ain't got a problem with it. I don't personally agree with it, but I'm entitled to a fucking opinion, so I'm going to say it. Okay, you know when people start like they'll do more steps the day before, the day after. They'll pull food yeah. the day before. The day after. All you're doing is restricting and binging. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you take more food away the days before, you're going to eat even more because you're going to be hungrier when you get to this meal. Yeah. Yeah. It outweighs you even fucking doing that anyway. What was the point? And it can then impact training performance on those days where you've pulled back, you've exerted more, all this sort of stuff. And it's, it's like, Trying to pull more weight down to sacrifice putting more weight on because you want to go. And it's creating that negative, negative buzz, negative energy around the actual meal again itself. It's gonna that's gonna create an eating disorder, some kind of unhealthy relationship with food. If you have to pull increased steps the day before, increased steps that you can do it if if you do some more cardio that day. Like you're gonna create a negative relationship with food, which is the worst thing you want. I, I had someone who like started me with me recently and he's like oh oh i am um, i went to barbecue, i had a burger and then like after the burger like, I, I had to go and do cardio and i felt so guilty and i fucking went mental well not mental i just started like that's fucking stupid like why the fuck would you want to do that like chill out man and then so yeah and then off season wise i think we've covered dieting really haven't we there yeah covered dieting there off season wise fuck me if you're not having an off plan with well, again, I say, each to their own. If you don't want to, that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely fine. However, what I tend to see and, and feel with it, if you don't maximise those amount of times where you can actually go and have a social life, okay, go and potentially meet up with a bird, who, who the fuck doesn't want to do that? Yeah. We're all men, and we've most likely got testosterone running through us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You want to you want to go out on dates. You want to treat a bird to a meal, all this sort of shit, or even just seeing the lads. Okay, by the time you get up to the highest you're going to be, and you start dieting, and you haven't took one off plan meal, you are so mentally exhausted when it comes to that your prep's going to be fucking shit, and you're going to look back and think, why was I such a fucking melon? In off season, why didn't I go for that meal yeah. in off season? And because you, you know when it's time to, I'm going to be a bro here. Flip the switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like 
if you've been taking those off, and like you said, Tim, like the twice a week, man, I was getting up to like two, three, sometimes four times a week. And I would never have thought, especially with my past and stuff, that I could go out four times in a week and, and not care. And bro, I was fucking weren't putting any fucking weight on anyway. I was going out to these meals and dropping weight. Um, but it was, I've completely lost my fucking train of thought now. It's like flip the switch. Yes. Yeah. It, if, yeah. So by doing that, when we were like, right, it's time to diet now. I was so fucking on it. and be like, yes, let's fucking go then. And I didn't, mate, I still, I know when people see my half-time meals, they say, fuck me, he's going in. Bro, that is me going light. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even that hungry. And I'm not craving nothing. Like, happily, I said to Joe, like, if you don't want to have half-time meal, I don't care. I won't. Yeah, but I know he's very much the same as me. Like, no, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> and at this stage, I need to gain body fat. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's that's the number one key thing coming out of the dieting phase, coming out of a prep. Well, uh, yeah, because everyone's like, oh, bro, you're doing, you're doing a rebound and you're pushing the drugs hard. <laughs> no, I'm not. I want to fucking recover. Let's, let's use food and recover. Yeah, and I get the whole people want to capitalise on a rebound and they start fucking pushing more orals and stuff like that. And I don't ever talk about drugs on a podcast, ever. But I want to put my two cents out there for this for this thing. Your body's so fucked by the end of a prep, if you're actually lean for a start, that if you're going to pump it full of more drugs and pump it full of loads of food, yeah, you're going to progress, obviously, and you're going to fucking explode in that time. Are you healthy by the end of that eight-week fucking thing? No, you're you're fucked. So, like, when Joe said to me, right, this first eight-week phase is a a complete... See you, Tim. Is he gone? No, no, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your video, your video's gone, bro. I'm done. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to pull back on. See you. I was like, middle of the See you, Tim. <laughs> I want to see you. Um, on for me. Fuck no. Oh yeah, you're back. You're back. Right. Um, okay. So yeah, when Joe's like, his recovery phase, I was like, man, what, what the fuck's this geezer talking about? And he was just like, literally, I want you to be in a healthy state in the next eight weeks so that we can push a proper off season then. Yeah. Oh right, cool. And like that actually quite excites me because yeah. it's. I, and I was at the end of that. I was like, I don't want to touch anything now for a bit. But, but um, you've seen, you've seen already like how much your back's grown. Yeah. Just from and getting healthy, thing. gaining body fat, some tissue will come along with it. Once you're ready, then push properly rather than straight away yes. jump into this big off season one day after yeah. a prep. You're not healthy. You're not ready to really grow. To be fair, he, he ramped calories pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. From especially on training day, rest days are high. Rest days are like two and a half thousand calories without veggies. Um, but fucking training days are like forty seven hundred already. Um, yeah. But weight is literally plateaued now. Yeah. At that, we're like seven, six, seven pounds up in three weeks, which is nothing. Yeah. But visual wise. Because of certain stuff coming out, I'm a lot less harder, drier, and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I don't. Like, my glutes have still got fucking lines in them. Um, I want to do the John Dewitt push-up, bro. He he has always got lines in his glutes. Always, all all year, all year, <laughs> man. Um, but yeah, he's ramped the food right up. If if you can't progress in the gym, 
yeah, straight after a diet with more food in you, you're doing something wrong because the progression at the moment is so fucking easy every week. And at the end of the day, if you're progressing your lifts every single, you're going to add muscle as long as you're eating enough, which I am. So, yeah, I'm rebounding. <laughs> I've flipped the switch and I'm rebounding now, bro. Yeah, I'm rebounding technically now with and training just like everyone should be. And then we basically said at the end of the eight-week recovery phase, if, if everything's all good in line, blood work, all that sort of stuff, then we push for a, a big off-season then. But Joe's like, I don't want your body fat so fucking skewed by the end of these eight weeks yeah, that we have to then push. We have to re-diet or something, yeah. Yeah, which they weren't. He was just like, just keep, try and keep a lid on the off-plan meals, which is fine, which, which I am. I'm, I'm actually lower weight this week than I was last week. Um, yeah. But, and he's put, he put just all cardio out as well. Again, another stressor on the on on your body yeah. that he just wants to reduce all the stress on our body i think i think most people come out of a prep binge and then crazy amounts of cardio binge crazy amounts of cardio and they're just in such a stress state for so long like it's so yeah. unhealthy how people handle post-show like yeah food focus is crazy all i think most people yeah. as well fucking hell I think they'd do better on stage if they concentrated on what they were going to do on stage and what they were going to look like rather than what they were going to eat in the post-show meal I think that's the biggest yeah. fucking problem is that they're obsessed yeah. with food I um, always used to say that people are more concerned about what they're having after the show than, than the actual show I know which I understand bro you know I love food which means <laughs> my food focus after this diet my food focus is high of course it is, is. everyone no matter what they say, it depends what you do, though. Yeah, and I'll be honest and with like, you, my, my most my biggest focus towards the end of prep, it went away from food and it was more social time, spending being normal, yeah. spending time with people Completely rather agree. than the actual food in the end. Like that kind of went after the last four weeks or so, it turned into just I want to be a normal person again and then just spend some time with people and, and just socialize properly as opposed to just food, food, food. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes you stand out, Christian, a lot, is because you have a very, like, mature view of it. Like, it's a very immature thing to just want to binge after a show. Um, and even your your approach to off-farm meals is just a very, like, mature, level-headed kind of approach. And that's easy, the success that you have. And you don't struggle with things like dieting and having food. Yeah, the, the, what I, I said it recently, I can't remember what I said it on. Um, but... You know, like, because when Joe was like, don't fuck up these eight weeks, as in, like, I don't want to have to diet you down and stuff like that, I, I, I will not be able to get fat after this this diet because I'd be so embarrassed on Instagram. And I know that's but just in social media in general, the pressure of social media, in my opinion, works in my favour. Holds you accountable. It holds me accountable. I don't want to be that guy that puts up his progress pictures and go. Fuck me, he got fat two weeks after his show. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, he's dieting two weeks after but his at show. At the same time, that's also not letting me not like love my life and enjoy my life and all that sort of stuff. I'm not, I'm not restricting myself because of social media and stuff like that. You see what I eat, and at the end of the day, off plan meal, bro, I can't eat any more than that because I'm on training days. I'm already eating five k calories, so I'm not starved when I go into an off plan meal. Yeah. I'm pretty satiated already but 
Yeah, sometimes the sweet tooth gets the better of me. <laughs> and the Trent and Jerry's has to come out. <laughs> um, another thing I want to touch upon is... Do you always have off time meals on training days? Uh, yeah. Oh, go on. At, at this, in this phase, I would, yeah, 100%. You want to kind of... I wouldn't do it on a... Especially in the state that I'm in, I, I wouldn't want to do it any other time. But... Like, in, at the end of an off-season, I was just having fucking, what day is it, what time is it? I don't care, let's fucking... I, it was one of the first times I'd ever had, like, an off-plan, like, yeah. breakfast. I went out for, like, a breakfast with a... I was on a date, man. Some, <laughs> I don't even care. You know when people are like, oh, don't talk about, like, people you've been with and stuff. She was from... And we went for breakfast. It was, bro, one of the best off-plan meals I've ever had. Is that <laughs> that um, ice cafe that you speak about carbs cast before? No, that's a dessert place. Fuck me. Is that that icy oh, bay right. out? What's it called? Is that the one? No, that, is that in no I've never been, never been there, but ice cafes in Birmingham. And bro, if you drove past it, you'd be like, fuck me. You're in the middle of Baghdad. <laughs> it, is in such, it is in such a shithole area. Like, oh my God. Yeah. shot. Yeah, if you need to edit that out. No, no we're, we're both from right. we, we know the feeling. <laughs> oh, it's, on like, it's on like Coventry Road near the Blues Ground. Oh, oh shit, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah so it's a rough area, but bro, it's one of the nicest shops ever. And the desserts are just fucking incredible. That reminds me, I've got to go back there when, when lockdown's done. But no, it was at, um, I can't remember, it was at this like pub. I know that sounds really bad. It's a really posh pub. Uh, in Harborn, you know Harborn. Oh, the um, yeah. Well, we're oh, sunny, yeah. we're near Harborn. What's the pub? I think I know the pub. That's right about. next to us. Yeah. Then uh, Harborn's posh as fuck. Uh, what have you been to the pub in Harborn that does the dad good pizzas? Um, I think uh, this could be it. Um, Har- I think that's the place. What is it called? I went not long ago. It was one of my last soft plan meals, and the fucking uh, I had this um, the plow, the, moz- the plow, the mozzarella starter garlic bread with like prosciutto or ham on top. It's so yeah. good. The pizza Bro, go and, have a bre- go and have a breakfast there. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. The plow is very good. I mean, you'll, you'll have to, we'll have to go next year, Rob. We'll have to come down from Luff and we'll go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm well on that. Um, but what I want to touch upon as well is how training has changed since the diet now. So how many days a week are you training? What kind of training are you doing? Are you doing fortitude? Are you doing dog crap? Like, a little explanation on that. So yeah, I was gonna do uh, DC training, but that was when I had that's when I had less equipment. Okay. Uh, I've got enough equipment to do fortitude now. Um, so I literally just went straight back into what I was doing before lockdown, because um, I was doing fortitude training throughout pretty much the hot. Yeah, I got into fortitude like half halfway through the diet. And I was just like, I loved it that much. I thought, I just want to keep doing that. The only thing I've changed is I've gone down to tier one from tier two. So right, just so that's the lowest volume. Yeah, essentially means lower volume. But bro, it is enough to fucking royally fuck you up. So what's the split? Is it four days a week? Yeah, four days a week. So I train Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. The f- I'm going to try and explain fortitude simply. Um, without giving too much away because people, if they want to learn about it, should buy the oh, fucking... Yeah, yeah. It's $20. Fuck me. If you can't afford that, you, you're a peasant. Sorry. <laughs> so if you want to learn, download it. It's only $20. Um, 
the first day I'll do lower loading with upper pump. So a full body session. And what that means is lower loading would be legs, heavy fucking six to 12 failure. And, and you'll do five quads, hams, calves. Yeah. Um, then you're going to upper pump where you'll do full upper body pump sets, which are 15 to 25 reps to failure with continuous reps as in you don't rest like you know when you're at the top of a hack squat and you have to take a breather no 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 there's no breather straight set like no fucking stopping yeah and doing 15 to 25 reps on something like a hack or a back squat or something like that on a on a lower pump session is hard i like the upper ones the upper pump because you just get a horrible pump really good and then on you'll then take oh and in between after every muscle group you'll do like an intensive stretch on that muscle and that's worse than the fucking set yeah something i've never never really done is is stretching during the the amount of blood volume accumulated is horrendous i bet i bet yeah the stretches are the worst part i hate them and then i'll have a rest after that and then Thursday will be another full body session, but the other way around. So you'll do yeah. loading with lower pump. Okay. And when, when you're loading, is it usually one to two sets in a loading set or just one? It's like one set per exercise. All out. One set per yeah. all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd normally start with back thickness. So you'll do, I don't know, bent over row. Then back width. Then chest, shoulders, arms, abs. Um and then on to lower pump, um, which is really fun to do. <laughs> lower pump is savage. high rep leg sets is just hard. CV work. Yeah, it is. And then another rest after that. And then the weekend I'll do muscle round days. So it's lower muscle rounds on Saturday. So every single set that you do is a muscle round set, which is, if anyone doesn't know, four reps, 10 second rest, four reps, 10 second rest for six sets. Yeah. So you, you accumulate so much fatigue by doing that but it's such a good balance because because you can't lift the load that you would normally do for a heavy heavy set because you've obviously got to reduce it and you're having that rest time in between I don't, you you still accumulate loads of fatigue but your kind of cns isn't fucked yeah, up less less um cns stress yeah yeah less systemic yeah. stress accumulated in them sessions compared to yes the yeah. it makes sense but still the same amount of like you know muscular volume and, and muscular yeah, some of this i mean because of obviously limited equipment imagine doing a muscle round back squat bro mm. <laughs> just like re-racking it I'm like, oh yeah and then the next day i can't even do five reps without my lower back blowing out um <laughs> you need you need hydromax <laughs> yeah i do it's a game changer. I've been using really? it for. Is it actually uh, made a difference? Mate, uh, I will happily tell anyone if a product is shit, no matter if I'm fucking sponsored by them or what. I don't care. I'll tell Rick if it's shit. Yeah. I messaged him this morning because I did T bar rows this morning, muscle round. Yeah. And yesterday I was doing off bell back squat and stiff leg deads. Yeah. And I felt no lower back pump in either session. And I've been using it for four days. Jesus Christ. My lower back pumps the fuck up all the time. 
Yeah, we had that. We had a big problem. Just work. Yeah, and then so the Sundays then upper muscle rounds. So the same, just upper body muscle round. That that's a fun session. Bent over row muscle round is sick. Like stuff like that is is class. Yeah. And then rest day again, and then back to it. Sweet, sweet. And that, that's for really like listening. That, do you reckon you do per week? Like okay, I'm so delayed. My, my is your Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is so shit again. It's not that delayed. <laughs> it's not delayed for you, but whenever I start speaking, somebody else starts speaking. It's really pissing me off. <laughs> All right, sorry, bro. In it, chill out. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, how many sets per week, bro? I don't care. That is something I've never once in my life actually looked at. How many sets I did per week? I don't care. Can I recover from it? Yeah. Okay, buzzing. I'll just do that amount. Yeah. And if I if I if I all of a sudden start my recovery starts going up, I might do tier two. That's what I was going to say. So when off season progresses a bit more, foods or recovery is better. Do you think you'll increase volume and go to tier two probably? I don't know because when you get so strong, and, and so that, that 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 it's like a, it's like a, um, uh, an inverted bell curve yeah. in terms of yeah, you right, then yeah. get so strong that then you have to bring volume down yeah i think tier one is probably more than enough for, for the rest of this year so for the listeners if you want to learn as well not just about fortitude training but dr scott stevenson is yeah. one of the most knowledgeable individuals out there make sure you are following him on instagram and as he said it's 20 20 dollars to, to purchase the fortitude ebook in it oh, cool yeah yeah, yeah it's fuck all which is awesome. Um, but yeah, well, we've been going for 49 minutes, so we'll get a couple of questions in and then and then we can yeah, get cool. the day because we usually keep it just under an hour or so. Um, Fine, have, you, have you got any questions, Rob? No, I didn't put a uh, questions box up, so <laughs> I didn't get anything. Oh, right, okay. I, I've only got a couple. Um, the first this, is one so, is, this is so delayed. I know you are. First one question is, um, why are you so blunt? Who's asked that? Um, I, our good friend John Gill. I'm so blunt with you because you're a fucking retard, bro. <laughs> Who messages someone saying, "Have you toasted your rice cakes? cakes? <laughs> Do you toast your rice cakes? That was the best one from today. Oh, Other stuff. Really- I've had been. What's the best way to shave your body? Why, you <laughs> Why? And he was like, "Oh, I just, I just fancied a, a, a chat." <laughs> no, I saw in the story earlier. I've actually got like, screenshots of, of his questions. Some of his best questions that I've sent to like people in groups is great. Um, yeah, Christian, what is the most easy way to remove hair off the body? Shaving. Where the fuck do you get these questions? <laughs> he asks me all the time. It's just like, what are your macros? What are this? Can you do a full day of eating? I'm like, every other day, it's like, what are your macros? Well, bro, yeah. why does it matter what mine are? Just focus on yours. Yeah. They're just two different things. Do you enjoy the higher fats on rest days? Oh, no, this is the best one. Any reason for not using 500 gram of uh, Greek yogurt instead of adding in protein powder. What are you concerned? Because <laughs> he was basically saying, "Oh, uh, 
having the 100 grams left in the pot would drive my OC wild. Well, I'm not telling you to have only 400 grams. You no, can do what Leave me alone. <laughs> have the full pot if you want the full pot. Yeah, eat the pot, bro. Uh, uh, another question I've got is, if Christian had a vending machine in his new facility, what three items would be in that vending machine? Wow, who has that? AJ Loans. Aaron Loney. Yes, yeah, he follows me, yeah. Um, oh, just seeing your thing, t- uh, Rob. Um, so, um, oh, Steamy Max Black. Because <laughs> yeah. I presume he probably means supplements in it. I, I presume he probably means supplements or some kind of drink, protein bar. But yeah, Steamy Max Black, we'd love that. Yeah. Vatimax, got to be. Unicorn Piss uh, No, Cherry Cola Man all day. Oh, really? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> the best one. Um, what else? Uh, a Bang Energy Drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> Monster or Rain? Bro, I, I, I like the Rains. I just bought a crate and the Lemon HD ones are dead good. Yes. Yes. Very, very good. What's your favourite Monster? Uh, so you know when they bring a new one out, I'm like this is the new best one and then everyone yeah, goes back everyone's back to white yeah I think white's the only one you can have every day without fail and it never gets boring yeah true the green one's good though the green one is very good yeah the green the green, white green and blue I think and then um, the rest of the questions I'm not going to lie I, I shit um they're just again a load of bots as usual. Um, so we'll call it we'll call it a day there if you want. It's been a decently long podcast. We've covered a lot, especially I was really happy with how much we covered on the actual um, off-plan meals as well. Yeah, that was good actually. I'm glad we do that. Yeah. Definitely. Is there anything you want to add, Rob? I know you're in a different time zone. So. Oh, honestly, I. Yeah, just just end it. Just end it. <laughs> Don't piss this guy off. He's fucking fuming. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you in the next one. Christian, do you want to plug your socials again? Um, to be fair, only you really... Oh, no. I have a YouTube. YouTube. I always forget that. And you can uh, do your special sign-off with the YouTube as well. No, fuck that. Uh, don't want <laughs> It's your boy, Brandon Hardy. Um <laughs> Hope you're having a great day. Why do you say that? <laughs> off, man. All his followers are 15 years old. Um, what was I going to say? Um, Coach by Christian Chapman on YouTube. Pretty simple. And, and Christian Yeah, yeah. Carbscast with Joe. That's I loved recording that. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's our favourite podcast, to be fair. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, share this on your socials as always, and we'll we'll see you in the next one. Sick. Okay.